Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Did you have a nice warm-up today, a warm-down, as we call them here? Well, no, they seem I to be in very bad mood. I was uh, happy when I came in, but I'm quite sullen now. Well, that's the way we want you to be, so that there won't be any strenuous noise. Lugubrious, too. Hmm? I'm lugubrious and sullen. Okay. How about you, ma'am? Are you thoroughly, uh... <laughs> I'm disappointed. Disappointed. Mm-hmm. Good. And I'll be very quiet during the show. Okay. Well, well bon bon to everybody, and welcome again to... What's that again, bon uh, is that some sort of a phrase? African. Oh, I was afraid you might have been communicating with someone you know, uh, personally. You know, you're not allowed to do that. No, no, no. Oh, all right. Bon well, you? All right. Uh, let's uh, start off then, shall we, with oh. this project. Okay. This is Project Farsight. Hello. We're here at the Rocket Development Center at Vail Technological, and I'm with the head of the Rocket Research Department, Dr. Morley Baines. We'll explain the new crash program in space vehicles. The program instituted, and the other fellow got his hardware on the moon before we did. Where shall we start, Dr. Baines? Well, uh, I might start by pointing out this three-stage rocket uh, right here. that just came off the production line, and already it's approaching obsolescence. Because of the successful moonshot by the other fellow? That's right. Now, at the present moment, the best we can hope for with this particular piece of hardware is that it might go into orbit fairly close to the moon. Well, what is that familiar-looking piece of equipment the men are installing in its nose cone, Doctor? Uh, that's a very powerful magnet. Now, you see, the project uh, we're involved in here is called Operation uh, Grab-Off. Now, uh, we'd like to get the other fellow's hardware off the moon uh, if we can. Well, how's the project working out, Doctor? Well, now, as you can see, uh, most of the tools and other equipment here at the uh, Rocket Research Center have uh, sprung onto the powerful magnet. So production on this particular vehicle has slowed up a bit. I see. Uh-huh. And uh, there's also the possibility that uh, the gantry... Unless the apparatus that keeps the rocket in place on the launching pad might be dragged along by the magnet uh, when the rocket is fired. So uh, I don't think uh, we've got much strong for us here. I'd be inclined to agree with you on that, Doctor. I believe I see an automobile stuck to the magnet there. Oh, yeah, I see it now. Well, now that would slow up the missile a lot, too. On this other missile over here, Doctor, what modifications are being made that might herald the success of Operation Grab-On? Well, uh, now, if we can put this vehicle into orbit, no more than, say, a thousand miles, miles from the moon, at Apogee, that is. Uh-huh. Uh, we plan to have uh, rather large uh, rotor vanes operating at terrific speed uh, in the first stage of the rocket, They're creating a powerful suction. Something like our own vacuum cleaner, is that it, Doctor? Well, now, that's the general idea, yes. It's just possible that uh, we might get the other fellow's piece of hardware off the moon if our uh, suction is uh, powerful enough. Well, if it's too powerful, Doctor, our own piece of hardware could suffer as well if theirs came up a little too fast. Well, that's right. Excuse me just for a moment. I believe the suction apparatus is about to be tested at the far end of the center here. Uh, yes, they seem ready to test it now. Seems uh, very powerful, Doctor. There goes the whole east wing of the rocket research department being sucked right up there. 
some cushioning material. Uh, some of the new foam rubbers are pretty good, I think. Well, if that doesn't pan out, there's an operation grab-off possibility of working on an extraordinarily long pair of pliers. Uh, we've got other plans. This has been Operation Farsight, a glimpse of tomorrow, here and now. This man, Victor. He's like a wraith. First he appears here, and then he appears there. But then we try to catch him, poof, he's gone. I have a plan, Henri. I will tell you about it in a moment. Coachman. Coachman, over here. What is your plan, Victor? My curiosity is getting the better of me. Do not be impatient, my good friend. It is said that a plan which is revealed prematurely is no plan at all. Ah, touche, Victor. Then where do we go now? Coachman, we would go to 12 Rue Odeon. Then 12 Rue Odeon is where we shall go. And hurry, Coachman. 12 Rue Odeon. That's the autumn of Madame la Marquise. Precisely, Henri. Tell me, how does one catch a fault? By showing him things he cannot possibly resist. Primaries, jeweled cases. Only I've asked the Marquise to have a fashion show, and she has agreed. That is my plan. We will trap this Bob Chevalier in a silken snare. He won't be able to resist. Wait a minute. The coachman, I do not recognize the street. Where would you take us? I would take you to 12 Rue Odeon. I should direct it, monsieur. This is hardly the way, coachman. The street sellers blocked the way to Rue Odeon, monsieur. I must go by way of Avenue de Lafayette. All right, coachman, but hurry. I will hurry, monsieur. Two such important-looking people should be hurried. You agree, monsieur? Hold your idle mouth, coachman. We have more important things to discuss. <laughs> now, Henri... This is what we must do. First, we must obtain the finest silks from India. And... Henri, uh, do you wear a scent? You can tell your old friend, Victor. I wear no scent, Big. Your mind is but a reflection of your own thoughts. I was about to ask you the same question. Surely you are making the joke, no? For if you are not... No more. If you are not wearing a scent, I am not wearing a scent... That you do would care to come to the top of the carriage and join me for a bit of cool air. But I warn you, the cold steel in my sword may lay more of a chill on you than the night air. Chevalier! The coachman, he is a green pickle. <laughs> Time is too precious to waste in laughing. You are both locked in the carriage, thanks to me. Andre, come 
Andres' coach takes us to the forest. You will find two fools in the coach, Andre. So do not be surprised. We will get you to the Chevalier. Twelve Rue Odeon, a fashion show, you say. Well, it certainly cannot hurt to be fashionable, can it? Laugh while you can, Chevalier. But know this, you have angered Richelieu. Bonsoir, fools. <laughs> What do we have to do here? I eh? thought we had something else, but uh, we're going to close the gates, the doors? Not today. We don't have any time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got uh, hot coffee. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, while he's here, we could make the show a real nice production. Thank them all twice because we forgot the last week. All right. Well, Vic Cowan is the... Director, and Dick Cowan. Tom Sheehy is at the board, the Tom engineer. Sheehy. Joe Cabibbo is our great sound man. Joe Cabibbo. Joe Alonzo is the great man on the tables and tape and all like that. Joe Alonzo also uh, provides us with uh, our slating, which you don't hear, but it tells what program this is. So all in all, we want to thank them for making our show so good, uh, and a definite prize winner. And how you two fellows keep it up day after day is more... Oh, don't read any more of that letter, please, Bob. It makes me... Uh, oh, that was long. personal. That was me saying that. Oh, oh, you. Yeah. Just a bunch of commas. There wasn't a period in that whole letter. <laughs> a long paragraph. Well, just think, another week is over. We have a, a preview of something for Monday that I think will interest you. Uh, <clears throat> he's going to inaugurate the Bob and Ray crossword puzzle of the air. How's that going to work, Uncle Bob? Well, we'll give clues, and uh, the first one to get it filled in. Something like a diagramless puzzle, see? Oh, well, that sounds like something. We'll have a preview of Monday's crossword puzzle uh, word in just ten seconds. Five down. Entrefment. <laughs> and until Monday, we hope you have a nice weekend. Incidentally, this is Ray Goulding reminding you all to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs.